What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to what girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. Oh my goodness, it's the boy's birthday. Tomorrow, today and tomorrow, tomorrow and the next this, day. Yes, this is the 25th. Oh, happy birthday, right? Monty. Happy birthday to you. Did I get that right? Happy birthday. Yes, the 25th. Happy birthday to you. He doesn't even listen to, to us, but happy, happy birthday, birthday, dear Monty. Happy birthday, birthday to you. He's 21. <laughs> Woohoo! It's a big one. And tomorrow, Zane is 24. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Zane. Happy birthday to you. Wow. Well, welcome back, everybody. Hope you had a great week. It's been pretty okay so far. How about you, Les? Good. We just recorded yesterday, so I <laughs> we don't have a whole heck of a lot for you because I've I've yeah. let it all out on the table yesterday. We can do our gratefuls though. Okay. What are you grateful for, Alyssa? I am grateful for my new management team. I switched a few months back, and it's been so nice. Um, they're very professional. Um, she's so sweet. My manager that I work with, they're helping me with so many other projects and things and everything is just very well organized. And I feel like it's just, it was, it's just been very nice and I'm grateful for them. Yes. We love that. We love them. I love it. Jerry doesn't have one yet. No, I just had a great one <laughs> and I lost it. But, um, oh, I know what I am. I am grateful to be a mother. Aw. Because we are singing happy birthday to my boys. There you I go. I am grateful, come to you. grateful for my kids, but grateful for the opportunity because I know that many out there can't or choose not to be. But I am grateful to be a mother to three amazing, beautiful, healthy children. Do you love them? No, not at all. <laughs> Come on, I was trying to segue into our topic. I do love them. They are my whole life. And you know how you make babies? How? You start with a love story. A love story. <laughs> Is that what we're doing today, Alyssa? That's what we're doing today, Geraldine. <laughs> oh, I love love. Yesterday's segue was really good. It was. Not it even planned. Didn't even plan it. And it, it just kind of so happened. Tried to, I tried to be you. It, you know what? It worked, but I <laughs> messed it up. <laughs> You're like, I wasn't following until right I now. wasn't. And I thought because I was like, my beautiful, healthy, gorgeous, cute, with a lot of children. And then you were like, do you love them? I thought, you know, I was being smart by going, no, not at all. Right. But I ruined it. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. I ruined it because now we're ruining the segue. <laughs> okay. I love love. <laughs> You know how you make babies? How do you make babies, Alyssa? You start with a love story. <laughs> Aww. Wow, so, look at you go, girl. Today, we're going to be reading your love stories. You've emailed them in. And if you're like, I want to email mine in, go for it. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, because you guys love love, too. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants love stories. I love the love stories, especially if you have something that's very unique or interesting. Yeah. Send it Aww. on in. And if you don't want to remember our, our email, go to our Instagram. You Just can also follow button. us while we're there and then hit that button. Yeah. And send us an email. Look at us. Professional. What can we say? Oh, about Most that. professional podcast you'll ever listen to. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this. Go right ahead. All righty. My love story. Good morning, pretty ladies. Hope you guys are having a wonderful start to your day when you're reading this. I'm guessing it's morning when you're recording this. Yes, we always it record is. at 9.15 a.m. 
I'll get right into my love story and we'll try to keep this as short and sweet as possible. I met my now fiance, we'll call him Y, when I was a freshman in college. We both worked at the fitness center, but I was dating someone else at the time and I didn't really know anything about Y. All I knew was that he walked around the gym like he owned the place and he had major RBF. I know that one. Resting bitch, bitch face. face. Whoa, we didn't mess that oh up God, on the one. I saw someone in my DM say it too. They're like, thank you for the good laugh. <laughs> They're like, I just want to let you know that LDR is a long distance relationship. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, fast forward a few months after I started working there, I broke up with my ex and decided I wanted to be single for a bit. Boy, was I so mistaken. Y and I started getting closer simply as friends. He was really into working out and started teaching me all about fitness. He would come over and we would just sit and watch a movie together on opposite sides of the couch. And we just laughed a lot together. Fast forward a little bit more, eventually we kissed and knew that we were more than just friends. I remember him leaving my apartment one day, and I straight up asked him, when are you going to ask me out? And he kind of just shut down a bit. Little did I know, he had been cheated on by his ex with his best friend, but that's a whole different story. A few days later, he was at my apartment again, and he was leaving, and out of habit from saying love you to my friends, etc., I said love you, bye, and shut my apartment door and was mortified that I just said love you when we weren't even dating. Later that week, we went out to lunch together for the first time, and not only did he ask me out, but he also told me that he loved me. I guess when you know, you know. But I didn't know. I thought he was just making fun of me, saying it a few days earlier. So I didn't say it back. I'll skip ahead as I know this is getting long. But now I'm happily engaged to my best friend in the entire world. And we're beginning to plan our wedding in the next few months. As I'm sure you could guess, I ended up saying I love you back later that day. My story probably isn't as fun or as crazy or romantic as other people's, but I'm so grateful that my college fitness center brought me my favorite person in the whole world. I've attached some pics below, including a couple from our engagement. Love you, wonderful women. XO. Oh my God, I love you too. And that is a cute story. Such a cute story. You thought he was joking. (laughs) That's so cute. I love that she was like, she shut the door and she was just like, oh my God, what the fuck did I just do? I just told somebody who we're not even dating that I loved him. You picture like in the movies when they like close the door and then they turn around, put their back to it. Back to the door. And and then just slide down. (laughs) Yes. Exactly what I picture. Yes. Just in disarray, like, oh, what, what did I just do? It's like foot in mouth. What did I do? I but, totally would do something like that. But look, it worked out for you. Oh. I love it. That was so sweet. I totally would have done that. Love you. Bye. <laughs> you guys are adorable. And I love your little doggy. Your big doggy. He's a big dog. So, so cute. cute. So cute. Love Beautiful it. couple. Very cute story. Okay. <clears throat> Love story. A one-night stand meant to be. Mm. Hey, ladies. My love story was never meant to become a love story. Um, sorry, this is so long. I tried to shorten it as much as I could. I had just went through a breakup around December 2010 as I spent lots of time at my best friend's house and stayed over with her all the time. A couple of friends of ours had friends come over almost every night to hang out. I was only 15, so you know, we would party all the time. Anyway, after a couple of drinks one night, ah, my face dropped and she literally wrote, I know, I was 15. I told my boyfriend that I needed to get laid. 
kind of jokingly, but she took me serious. So her and another friend texted one guy who came over all the time and asked if he was down, since he was the only single one, other than me, of course. Long story short, after meeting him twice, because I was way too shy the first time, it finally happened. Since that night, we never stopped talking. He would sneak to my house and come into my bedroom window to see me when I couldn't come out, sneaking around my mom because she didn't like him at first. Eventually, he finally met my mom, and she was skeptic at first, but she was okay with him soon enough. I would go to his house after school and hang out for a while before going back home almost every day. And now, here we are, 11 years later. Don't get me wrong, it's not been easy. We've had many ups and downs, breaks, breakups, and many problems throughout the years. We literally grew up together, so we had to figure out as we went. In 2018, we finally moved in together and things got so much better. I think we both matured into actual adults and our relationship has been so good. We knew we wanted kids eventually, but we almost didn't proceed but we almost couldn't proceed with that. I think it was sometime in 2017 I had gotten results from a pap that I had irregular cells in my cervix. They never did any further testing. Looking back, that was so bad they just brushed it off. But in late 2018, 2019, I had another test and they immediately made another appointment to get a biopsy of my cervix because I was high risk of cervical cancer. After the biopsy came back, they said I was, in fact, very high risk of the cells turning bad and immediately had an appointment for what they call cryosurgery. What that is, is they go to my cervix and cryogenically freeze it to kill the cells off so new ones can grow back. Girl, I had that done. Hurts like a bitch. Uh, After my healing process, I went for another pap to see if it was successful. I got a call a couple of days later that it didn't work. So I immediately had to make another appointment for another biopsy. Turns out they were still high risk. I was told I might not be able to have children, even if they couldn't get it under control and that things could turn out for the worse. My heart shattered because all I ever did was want to become a mother and experience pregnancy and what it's like to grow a little baby in my tummy. My next step was a leap procedure. My next step was a leap procedure. Again, horrible. Hate it. Um, what that is, they go in and they burn the outer liner off my cervix where the cells are and hope to kill them and allow new ones to grow in since the freezing didn't work. After that healing pr- process, I had another pap and to check to make sure it healed correctly. To my surprise, it finally worked. I was finally cleared. After almost two years of tests and procedures, My doctors cleared me to get pregnant, if that's what we wanted, since we don't know for sure if the bad cells would stay away, we should do it sooner than later. Fast forward to September 2020, after three months of trying, we finally got pregnant. In May 2021, we welcomed our sweet baby boy into the world. During my pregnancy, I had another test to see how things were going, and I was still clear. I'm hoping it stays that way. We have the best relationship now, and I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with him. He is my absolute soulmate, and I love seeing him be a father to our son. And I've attached pictures of our sweet boy. (laughs) Wait, you had to do both of those too? Yeah. So the the, uh, freezing didn't work for you either? No. Is that like like, like a common thing? It doesn't work? Why do they not just go in automatically and burn? Because it's a less invasive sort of thing. Yeah. And... um, I actually, after I had cervical cancer, after it was cleared, and I went back a couple of years later, I had irregular cells again, and she burned it, 
And that time it worked. Okay. Like did the cryotherapy. And that time it worked. So I think it was maybe too far gone at oh, that point, you know, because yeah. I actually had cervical cancer, stage one, but thank God. But I had actual cancer. And I think sometimes if there's not a lot of cells or maybe they're not, I don't know how it all works. Uh-huh. But she did tell me first we try this. If not this, then we have okay. to go there, you know. Maybe it is like a catching it early kind of thing. Maybe. It'll work better. Yeah. Because I also didn't need radiation either. Right. You know, like oh, that okay. just took it all out because it was all surface level. It was very beginning stages. And Thank once God. she burned that layer off, it, it took everything wow. out. Yeah. Well, that's hope so, for her that yes. it worked for you and never came back. Yeah. No. Well, I had irregular cells one time, one time and, and then, then I had cryotherapy and it worked and then I've never had it since. Wow. Yeah. And that was how many so, years ago now? Uh, I w- 2019 was my last pap, which I know I'm over, but Corona hit. Like uh, I- I'm supposed to get it every year. No, no, I'm saying how many years since oh. it was like you haven't had them. Like since you had 20, your, the 2013 irregular. maybe. Amazing. Yeah, because it was just a couple of years after I had it. So so probably 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't had it since. So. Yeah. I mean, everyone's different, but hopefully that brings yeah. her a little bit of hopefully. hope and comfort. Yeah. yeah. It is scary when you're going through. Ooh. That so is scary. scary. Scary when things are out of your control. Yeah. Because you're like, for two years, you're just trying to get them gone. It's, it's very scary. There's only so much you can do. And it's just like, yeah, that's scary. It is. And I'll never forget, too, when I got that call, I was sitting. Either I, you know, I say I'll never forget, but I don't remember if it was Applebee's or Chili's. I had all three. It was me, Ever, and the three kids. And my doctor called me to tell me the results of my biopsy. And I just said, you know, like I got up and left the table once I saw it was hard. When I came back, I remember Zane being as little as he was. He turned around. He's like, it's cancer, right? And I just tears streaming down my face. Yeah, it was it was a hard pill to swallow. Oh my goodness. And then I, I remember telling my ex because I think that weekend they went away and I just like that was the first time I was able to like cry and allow myself to really be fearful but optimistic. You know, yeah. I mean, C word to me growing up was always a death wish. You know, now it's like it's easily caught technology. People catch it earlier. You get, you know, your annuals and, you know, mm. it's so much more. It's more beatable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I think they find it earlier. Right. And But I didn't. I mean, I knew that, but I hearing that word scared the hell out of me. Yeah. So um, they went to their dads for the weekend and I just like allowed myself to go through the motions and they came back and I was like strong. You know, I was like, yeah. I needed that weekend away from my kids just yeah. to be able to go through the motions. But it was very, very scary. I am very, very happy for you that the Lee procedure worked you and have a baby. you have a beautiful baby and all is well in DMV. Oh, amazing. Okay. My love story. Hi, it's my first time writing in, and it only seems fitting to write in our love story, especially since my boyfriend and I just moved into in with each other this past weekend. Aww. Anyways, I'll just get into it. Going into college, I hoped that I would meet my husband, since that's how my parents and friends' parents had found their spouses. My freshman and sophomore years before COVID hit were completely unsuccessful. Part of me thinks that it was just because I was actively looking for something, and I wasn't totally happy with myself. I'm a firm believer in each of you having to be happy on your own before you find your person. After COVID, I really focused on myself and had written off any attempts to find a boyfriend. Little did I know I would meet the man of my dreams that fall. 
In September, my best friend since the second grade became friends with my now boyfriend. He had gone through a breakup early that spring, and she told me that he was looking for new friends. So foolishly, I believed her. Little did I know his real intentions. <clears throat> we started Snapchatting all day, every day, the whole month of September, and the week before Halloween, we finally met in person. We were out at a party, and a- did you just that hear my stomach? Sorry to like interrupt. like a demon. <laughs> I literally was like, what the hell is that? It's that Tate's cookie I ate in bed last night. <laughs> like, give me vegetables. <laughs> okay, sorry, guys. I just had to pause for that. It was so loud. <laughs> um, we were out at a party, and of course, I was nervous. I was so drunk, I still have no idea a single thing that I said to him that night. I walked up to him on the back porch of the baseball house for hours that night. What? Talk to him? Probably talk okay. to him. On the back porch of the baseball house for hours that night, immediately there was a spark, almost like I'd known him my whole life. Ever since then, we've been so in love and inseparable. We were stuck in the, quote, talking phase stage for about seven months since he was still somewhat fresh out of a relationship and wasn't able to give his full self to me before he was healed. Somehow we rebuilt him after that breakup and nurtured our connection at the same time we would stay up until 5 a.m and just chat for weeks i love being around him and learning new things about him and us i love going on date nights and honestly what girl doesn't but we really love doing things together and cherishing those memories our favorite thing to do is go to the eagles and phillies games and we love to try new things together he's my rock and never fails to prioritize me in our relationship as I mentioned, we just moved into a small two-bedroom house together with one of our close friends, and we started our full-time jobs, him as an athletic programs coordinator and me as a chemist this week. The transition into real adulthood, adulthood can be super scary, but is really exciting. Our official anniversary is this Monday, and but we've been together since October of 2020. I'm so excited for this new chapter, and I can't wait to see what God has in store for our future. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Congratulations! That's so cute. A chemist. We love that for you. I'm impressed. Wait, I have to interrupt, guys. What? Alyssa, our school district mm-hmm. lost. We don't know whether he quit, whether he was kind of forced out, but whatever it may be, our superintendent. So they have an interim superintendent until they find a full one. And, you know, it was in the Board of Education meetings, right? Okay. So, guess how much he gets paid? He's an interim. He I retired don't even 12... Know what, that, what is a superintendent? I don't even know what that they're is. They're like the boss of all the schools, you know? Like, when I when you Google it, it says they're responsible for this, the, the smooth running and safety of schools. Okay, so they're like a manager of, like, how many? Well, how many schools? There's, what... In one town? In our town. Okay. How much do they get paid? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're like saying it because it's too much or if it's too little. So let me think. Um, Probably close to six figures, I would say. Okay. So they are paying this man who was retired since 2010. That's a long time ago. So he, whatever. They're paying like 80 to 90. $1,300 a day. So I was okay. like, yo, well, let me do the math on that. I don't that. know, man, I'm stupid. I Google 
right? Because I'm like, maybe that's just an extra $1,300 a day. Maybe that's like an extra because he's coming in from retirement. So I Google it. And Long Island school district superintendents make anywhere from two hundred and ten and three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Wow! I was talk about walking into Target and get sticker shocked. I was like, <laughs> "Are they kidding me?" Gary's like, "How to be a superintendent for schools?" I li- I swear to God, I literally googled what education involved. Not because I I just wanted to see what. And I am not taking this away from anybody who's a superintendent. Don't get me wrong, but when you see that, probably like, a lot of fucking work. When you look, when you when you see that a New York City cop starts at thir- less than thirty thousand a year for their that, first yeah, year, it. it's like holy shit. These people are risking their life every day versus somebody who's in office organizing the way schools run. Yeah, and I was so shocked. And yeah. then I was like, and then ever because we were talking over this over dinner, and he was like, well, what about like military? And a first-year military person, nineteen thousand a year to start. Oh my god! So when you put that when you put that into like perspective, it's like somebody who sits. I'm not taking it away. I'm just being dramatic, guys. Somebody who sits behind a desk making plans to make the school district run smoothly versus somebody who's on the battlefield or risking their lives. A different type of job. It's not a physical job. It's like whole. But I was so mind blown. I know. So mind blowing. Yeah, but like you said, you can't even compare because. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like it's something like that physical does. physical or yeah, mental. There's or, all different yeah, types of, of jobs. Of course. They're all hard in their own way. But I was like, holy goddamn. I think <laughs> that- the thing also with like school careers is you're, a lot of them are not just working. Like a lot of them are working overtime. Like yeah. teachers and like people for schools are always, always working, working on things yeah. on their plant. Like they, you know, they don't just too, work though. from when school starts to school ends. Exactly. They're but always like superintendents, 320,000 a year versus a teacher. You know what I mean? Like yeah. teachers deserve more. Cops deserve yeah. more. Like I obviously I've always said those things, but I was so like, like, uh-huh. like that emoji with the brain uh-huh. that that was me. That's a lot. I was like, holy goodness. I was thinking like maybe a hundred, maybe a little more. Uh, no. Wow, that's a lot. No. Good for them. I, wow. So what was the education? Uh, just a master's in education. And I said to everyone, I'm sh- you know, a lot of it is like who you know, moving up. Like they probably were re- right. teachers, went to like assistant principals, deans, principals, and then like move like up the thing. I feel like you love kids though. Oh, me? I love my kids. Oh my God, <laughs> Really? <laughs> children uh, what no, no no really no no oh my no. god i'm baffled by this really? i listen i love kids but no i would wow. never that's the one thing in my life i've never cared to do you I don't have me i would have been like if anybody asked me i would have been like jerry loves kids wow wait i don't okay, know you wait. i love kids i could never be a teacher i give so much credit to teachers because all these little Listen, my kids were popular. They always had friends over and seeing kids. <laughs> she doesn't like. Wow. I woo. never knew this about you. I would be a. Woo. She would lose her patience real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I would be oosahing more times a day oh than God. breathing probably. <laughs> my friend Marina's a teacher. She loves it. Oh, in listen, Jersey. I give so For many- like little kindergartners. Oh, it's so right, cute. So that's like cute. She put. Uh, well, <laughs> See, I see, I, 
Uh, I would never know if I would want to be, if I had to be a teacher, if I would want to do like younger kids and deal with like boogers, boogers and crying and, and that. Why would we both say boogers at the same time? Because like, you think of little crying kids. and like silly stuff and like drawing on each other versus like <laughs> the attitude of like teenagers in a high school. Oh no. Like I, I don't know which do one. kids. Yeah. Little kids, hands down. Mm. I think also, I think you give such an impression at a little age. I mean, that's when I they're agree, little yeah. sponges, you know? Yeah. By the time they're in high school, they're already they're like little developed shits. little shitheads. You You're know? Tr- yeah. It's like, I'm thinking like about like my about, class. Yeah. Like the fencing, the kids that want fencing yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. It's like, oh. Or giving teachers the attitude. Oh, like yeah. when they're young, it's, yeah. Or I making agree. fun of or being You're sarcastic right. or, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. So, Marina, girl, I would do little kids if I had to, but. Uh, I that's one thing I've never desired, so never thought about. Like so many of the kids I graduated with are all teachers. I mean, at least ten people off the top of my dome of my friends are, all became teachers. I feel like a lot of people I went to high school with are nurses. Yeah, see, like I guess my booming thing was teachers, Teaching and yours and was nurses. Nursing, but yeah. I just feel like I could never. Wow, it's so, yeah. so interesting. I learned something new about you today. Oh, I'm sorry to disappoint. I mean, I do love kids from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> She's like six feet social distancing, please, yes. from other yes. people's children. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I would have the patience. Well, I don't th- yeah. I, I don't think a superintendent probably deals with children Right, he, just with the, he deals, he deals with, with the pissed off parents. The annoying employees <laughs> and the parents, right, yeah, right. having to organize all that shit and deal with 500 emails every day and people's phone calls and paperwork and yeah. going to each school. Ooh. Yeah, that it's sounds exhausting. like a headache, yeah. <laughs> all right, maybe so maybe I'd rather be a teacher. <laughs> maybe 320 they deserve it, maybe I don't know. it's worth it. <laughs> okay, sorry oh, I interrupted. That no, was that was very that, interesting. That was, Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> Anyways, listen for you and you're a chemist and he's an athletic director. I mean, I think that's so cute. I love that you guys carried on the tradition of like your parents meeting and falling in love in college. I think that's so sweet. <sighs> I also love that she said in the beginning she thinks it wasn't happening because she wasn't because she was looking for it. And I totally agree with that. Absolutely. I think things come when you least expect it. And when you're like trying to force it and look for something, it's, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Agree. I agree. Okay, my love story. Hey there, beautiful ladies. I've been wanting to send you my love story for ages. In 2017, I met my soon-to-be husband. I was just getting out of an on and off, again, three-year relationship. I was in college, so I just wanted to take a pause on my love life. As I was crushed from thinking my ex-boyfriend was going to be with me forever, One of my best friends got me to download Tinder to slowly get back out there. I had my hit or miss conversations and right before wanting to delete it due to feeling like I was letting it take over my mind, the day day before I was going to delete the account, I found my handsome fiance and swipe right. There it is. It's right. Right is the right yes. way. <gasps> okay, got it. Now I'll never forget. Left. You left them behind. Oh, oh my God. Is God. that like a known thing or did we just discover I, that? <laughs> Imagine. Live on the people pod. Are, people are like, yes, guys. That's, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> right because right and left because left. <sighs> wow. We clearly are not on dating apps. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I was skeptical and wanted to be laid back due to not wanting to rush into a new relationship. As we were starting to talk, I was very short with him. 
He was, he has stolen my heart from the start, even when I didn't realize it. He has been my rock ever since. This man surprised me while we were doing our long distance due to me being in school, and it was the best day of my life. We had our super bad times together, but I would not go through this life with anyone else. From the day I met him, I knew he was my forever. We became official the night that we met, and I was in love from the start, even though it was an interesting start. Now we have a little turtle and our cute little apartment together. A turtle? <laughs> in a whole new state. <laughs> we are learning this new lifestyle together, being away from family. We're getting married on June 11th. They got married on June 11th. <laughs> I've attached photos from the beginning of our relationship to us now. Four and a half years of love. Okay, love you. Bye. Sorry, I love the fact that you just said, we have a little turtle. turtle. They have a little turtle. I think that's so funny. <laughs> like people are like, oh, we have our little baby or we have our little, little fur baby. <laughs> it's a little we have turtle. our little turtle. I love it. <laughs> That's adorable. Oh, see, she, sh- she, she swipe white. She swipe white. right. That reminds me of like, you know, the um, like animated. What the fuck is it called? Like the little drawing where the guy's like hitting the rock and he's about to give oh, up the diamond. But, but yeah, but right behind that rock is the diamond. And they that's give, like you yeah. were about to delete that. Literally app. right about to delete it. Mm-hmm. Talk about meant to be. Yep. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Our love story. Hello, beautiful ladies. I'm the girl that did the really bad Photoshop to cut a girl out of the picture <laughs> after she was sitting on my boyfriend's lap. Hearing you guys laugh and how awful that Photoshop was on my drive to work was hysterical. In that email, I said that I'd send our love story in, and I completely forgot. So now that you read that email, I kind of have to, right? Right. Okay. I apologize in advance if it's long. I'll try to keep. I'll try my best to keep it short. I've lived in the same small town in Ontario, Canada, since I was five years old. The population is less than 2,000, and there was less than 500 kids total in my high school. So it really is the kind of town where, no- where everybody knows everybody, which can be a good and bad thing. Although high school, all through high school, and for a year after, I was in an awful relationship, to say the least. And when that finally ended, I wanted nothing to do with another relationship and was really enjoying becoming my own whole person. I had decided before our relationship ended that I was going to take a year off before going into university. So at this time, this all happened. I was living at home and working at our local grocery store. Before I started working at the grocery store, my mom and I would always joke about how one of the cashiers working there, we'll call him John, looked like he hated his job. We all, we knew that John... We knew John, he was, we know we knew who John was because it's a small town and his family had always lived around the block from us, but didn't really know him because he has, he was two grades above me. So we always just joked about it after we left. When I started working there, we worked one or two shifts together, but never talked because he was usually leaving when I started or was working in different section. Fast forward to after my breakup, I'm now a cashier supervisor and I'm working almost every day, either opening or closing the store. I had a lot of regulars and a lot of them were guys my age or much older men think that think every young girl who is nice to them must be flirting. All of them were wrong about that, except for John. Every time he came in, I got flustered talking to him. 
which was weird because like I said, I had known who he was for as long as I had lived there and I had never thought much of him or gotten nervous when my mom and I had come through in his line and joke about him after hating his job. But every time he came in, I watched him look for me and come through my line on purpose and I couldn't help but blush. Especially this time, I caught him out of the corner of my eye pointing at me to one of his friends and then they both moved over to my line. We went on like this for a couple weeks, maybe a month, just flirting casually when he came into the store until one day he sent me a message on Facebook. We already had each other as friends because everyone used to add every single person they knew on Facebook, even if they had never spoken. Oh my God, totally. I just like recently, like maybe a year ago, went through my Facebook. Oh my God, we would add anyone, literally anyone. I was like, this is annoying. Mm -hmm. Not that I use Facebook anyway, but it was satisfying to get rid of people I don't know. Um, anyway, after he messaged me on Facebook, we pretty quickly started texting almost every day. And then a couple weeks later, he asked me to come hang out with him while him and a couple friends were house sitting for another friend who lived down the street from me. I had just a couple of drinks at a, at a family dinner. So I was feeling braver than I normally would. And I agreed, even though he had a couple other friends there, the two of us just ended up sitting and talking for hours at the end of the night. He walked me home and kissed me before leaving, which I never let anyone do. I think because I had been in such a bad relationship and I really wasn't looking to get into another one, the few guys that I hung out with before John, I never let them kiss me the first time hanging out. Even when I was really enjoying their company, I'd always dodge the kiss. But for some reason with John, it felt right. (laughs) After that, we were talking every single day and hanging out as often as we could, even though we were on opposite schedules despite the fact that neither of us were looking to get into a relationship. We went on like that for about a month before my ex popped up again. One day, when John and I were on a date, my ex called my phone 13 times in a row while I ignored all of them. John saw, so I finally explained my past relationship and how awful the breakup had been. Sorry, guys. I'm like having a stroke over here or something. I had him blocked on everything, but he would get new phone numbers to call me on pretty to call call me on pretty regularly oh my god what a psycho wow i thought that that would be the end of things for sure that i'd scare him off but instead he apologized that i had to deal with that and said that i didn't deserve it and asked what he could do to help after that unfortunately things got worse my ex started showing up at my house and my job looking for me i was forced to take two weeks off of work because of it my parents wanted me to go stay with a relative to see if things calmed down one night before i was going to stay with my uncle for a week, John and I were laying in his bed and he asked me what would make things easier and what I wanted to do. I responded, I want to go to the mountains because truthfully, I had no idea how to handle the situation, so I didn't have a real answer to give. <clears throat> that night, we booked tickets to fly to Alberta in five days for a week. The next day, he was with his friends telling him that we booked the trip and asked them if that made us an official couple. John responded yes and then texted me. I just told my friends we're official. Is that okay? (sighs) To which I responded, I don't think you've actually asked me to be official. And he said that was his way of him asking. This was seven years ago in 2015. I'm now 27. He's 29. And he's been my person ever since. Neither of us were looking for a relationship at the time. He was in school and had to drive an hour and a half every weekend to come see me. And I was planning to start school later that year. 
I worked a lot of closing shifts at the grocery store, so I would finish at midnight and he would come pick me up and stay until 5 a.m. with me, even though he was exhausted. It would have been easy to drift apart and stop talking, but we never did. We joked about how it was a, quote, bad time to get into a relationship for both of us before we made it official, but we never stopped talking. We just knew. He used to say that he wasn't good at relationships because I was his first serious girlfriend, but he's the one who showed me what a happy and healthy relationship is. He's the one who truly taught me how beautiful it is to be two individual whole people that love each other and want each other to be happy and succeed in everything they do and to want to be by their side, supporting them through it all. Some other fun things that I think you guys will appreciate. He lived in our in our town his entire life, so we basically lived around the corner from each other our whole lives. He also coached hockey with my uncle in high school, so he knew my uncle and cousins before we were even talking, and I barely had to introduce him to anyone when he first came to the family function. Both of our dads had the same name, and his dad, who has the same birth, and his dad has the same birthday as my mom. His house number is seven, and mine is seventy-seven. We've also had Facebook memories pop up where we've been together, of him commenting on old statuses of mine from when we were in high school, and he was low-key flirting before we even actually talked. Sorry, this got long. I hope it's worth the read. I'll attach some pictures of us on and the map if you're curious about our little town and how close we grew up. I marked our houses, and the heart is the grocery store where it all started. Okay, oh, love you. Bye. My. She made us a map. Wait, it's loading. I can't. I see can't. It. Oh my god, that's so cute. Wow. Literally, right up the block. <gasps> Aww. Oh. Wow, oh. I love that you added that little paragraph at the end of all the similarities because I love that it's shit. To be. Yeah, I love yeah. shit that just like makes sense. One of their parents has the other parents' birthday, the house seven, and then their dads have the same names. Wow. Like, wow. And look, your house number and his house number is 777. That's like what? Lucky, lucky sevens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm sorry that I choked in the middle of it, literally. Uh, I'll delete it out. They won't even know what you're talking about. I never did it. (laughs) COVID love story. Hi, listen, Jerry. This is my first time writing in, but I feel like I must confess something first. I feel guilty for not subscribing yet to get the episodes early. I would love to support you guys, but I do not have self-control to wait until Monday or Thursday to listen to the episodes, which I much rely on for my (laughs) my commute as a special education teacher. It just starts my day so well, and I know if I had access to it on Sundays, I would listen, and then I not have anything to listen to Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, we appreciate you. (laughs) Anyways, here's my COVID love story. I met my current boyfriend. Sorry. I met my my current boyfriend through one of my best friends. That's like an ongoing thing I've noticed, right? Uh, and everybody wasn't looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like two key things this yeah. this episode. Um, I won't lie. I was instantly obsessed with him, but I was having my hot girl summer and enjoying my, si- my single life way too much. Anyways, after being asked on many dates with him and rejecting him every time, I gave in and went on a, a date. I knew going in on this date, I was about to fall really hard for this man, and I sure did. Fast forward to a few months of talking, he came over to my house for a sleepover for my 
first official snow day as a teacher, which they didn't do much of this during COVID. Everything was online anyways. I was feeling a little sick, so I figured with all the time I had off, I would go get tested for COVID. As you may expect, I was positive. His parents are both high risk, so it was super important he got tested right away before going home to them. Turns out he was positive. As he was calling around trying to get an appointment, he kept telling the doctors his girlfriend had COVID, but he hadn't officially asked me out yet. Eventually, I said to him, hey, you can't refer to me as your girlfriend unless you ask me. And that was when we made it official. He lived at my house for two weeks after just meeting my parents. This time he came over. He started a new job from my house and I worked from home teaching. We still talk about how much fun we truly had during this time, especially because we both weren't very sick. Since there have been so many things that convinced me that we were always meant to be together, one being that his mother, who had three boys, always wanted an Emily, my name. And it turns out that I was supposed to be Matthew, which is the name of his oldest brother who passed away from cancer when he was in high school. Anyways, that's my story. Thanks for reading. Alyssa, if you ever go to Boston, please give her your itinerary. As someone who spends a lot of time in the city, I feel like you need a better experience than the one that you just had. Oh, please let her give me an itinerary. Oh, I read it wrong. Please let me give you an it. Yes, sorry. Well, actually, since she wrote this email, I went back. And you had a better experience. I liked Boston the first time. Did uh-huh. I say I not? I didn't like it? You said you didn't like the food. It was kind of boring. Didn't you go to like the witch thing and you were like, eh, oh, Salem? Yeah. I don't know. Is that considered Boston? I don't think I so. I don't know. I like the city of Boston. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. Um, when I went recently, though, my friend lives outside of Boston, but I really enjoyed it. It reminded me a lot of New York. I'm pretty sure I hyped it up. You did. I'm, I'm a little stupid sometimes, though, guys. So maybe, sorry if I said I didn't like it. <laughs> sometimes your opinion changes, too, you know, when you look back and you're like, oh. No, actually, yeah, it was like, it was yeah. nice. I liked it. Sorry I kind of butchered your email. But sure, send an itinerary maybe one day. Actually, I'm going in October. Well, there you go. So send it over. I'm going for a wedding, but Zane and I are probably going to stay maybe an extra day or two and, and explore the city. Aww. So sure, send over your recs. <laughs> email it in so that I don't okay. miss it. I just want to point out that, again, we have something with like the meant to be thing also. The names. Yeah, like the names. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. His, his mom always wanted an it, Emily. It's like you with Amani and an Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but a girl can dream. <laughs> And if it ends up being like Rebecca or something, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like whoever it is, it is. Whatever. What's poppin', ladies? My name... I don't care if you say it. I mean, she wants me to say it. My name is Brooke. It's my first time writing in. I listen to the podcast religiously, and you guys are like family to me, even though we never met. One time I posted fire emojis when Alyssa posted, and she replied to me on Instagram with a kissy face, and I screamed. <laughs> Such a fangirl, I know, but let's get into it. Aww. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's going to be a long one. I love how it's not long. <laughs> so I graduated from a small high school where I was very active in the Future Farmers of America organization. Every year, the FFA officers have a cookout where all the alumni come back and have a get-together. So I go to this cookout with my two best friends. When I go to sit down to eat and this guy who's a senior sits down beside me, he makes small talk with me and get and points to the back of my phone and says, let me see. I had my university ID on the back of my phone and usually kept it turned around so no one could see my bright ass neon looking bright ass neon looking yellow that's supposed to be blonde. But how crappy 
the camera, how the crappy camera distorted it. <laughs> he saw my phone and roasted me about it. He asked how old I was. I said 19. And what about you? And he said 17. We should hang out sometime. And I replied, heck no, you are jailbait. We laughed it off and continued our meal. Then a guy that I was talking to came late to the cookout. We'll call him Tim. We went on a few dates here and there, but it was nothing serious, and he was quite shy. Uh, that night, there was also a rodeo going on. Tim held up two tickets and said, I have two free tickets if anyone wants to go to the rodeo. Well, Riley quickly scooped them and handed one to me and said, you should go. Well, Tim blew his chance. I took it, and I said, sure. And I turned to my friends. I said, let's go, ladies. Little to my knowledge that Tim and Riley had a conversation that Riley said, I'm going to make her mine. So we go to the rodeo and Riley meets me at the gate and hangs out with me all night, begging for my Snapchat. I told him, heck no, you're a jailbait and going to make me catch a charge. <laughs> he, then, he then asks one of my friends for what for it. And of course, she gave it to him. So the night ends and he asks me and my friends to take him home because he rode with his friends there. We say sure. And when we say our goodbyes, I gave him a hug. He said, no, ma'am, I need a proper hug. So I do, and he gets out, and then he proceeds to take his shirt off, and girls, his muscles about done me in. We have been inseparable ever since. June 26 marks our four years with my so-called jailbait, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I hope this email makes sense, because I am no means a writer. <laughs> Sent for my iPhone. And then she said, I forgot pictures. Aww. And then attached pictures. Very cute. Adorable. What a cute story. You saw the guy you were talking to, and am I getting this right? The guy you were talking to and him set it up? Or her friend Riley and the guy set it up? I think his name is Riley. Oh. And I think the guy, I think oh. her, the guy that she dated a couple of times had yeah. the tickets. Yeah, and, Tim and then and Riley had a conversation that said, yeah. I'm going to make her mine. So Riley was like, I'm going to make her mine. But Riley, I guess Riley didn't know that and that was, Tim and that her were had talking. dated Wow, that's but she said he was kind of like shy and not her thing, you know. Right, right, But, oh, right. look at that. so cute. I can't. <laughs> it was meant to be. We love the meant to bees. Okay, an unconventional love story. Hello, beautiful ladies. Uh, I was listening to a love story episode of the podcast, and I wanted to share my unconventional one in a million love story with my fiancé. It all started in May 2018, a few months prior. I had gotten out of an extremely toxic, emotionally abusive, long-term relationship and was truly living the single girl, boss bitch life. I had a steady part-time income. I was in school for cosmetology and I had truly found a group of amazing friends through watching Twitch streams. One day I was watching an old friend of mine stream and she... And she was ending. She said she was going to raid someone, meaning she'll be sending her audience to another streamer to support them. So we all got moved to this smaller streamer. He was playing Fortnite, which wasn't my cup of tea. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, he was playing Fortnite, which wasn't my cup of tea, but I stayed to support a small streamer and make friends. We talked a lot through chatting function and throughout the entire stream, and I ended up joining his Discord server. Uh, he has to talk to he, his community. Needless to say, we talked every day on that server and became closer and closer the more we talked. We always said we had an instant connection with each other. 
We're offici- we weren't officially dating quite yet as of June 2018. However, because he had gotten out of a toxic relationship himself a few, di- a few days prior to meeting me. However, June 2nd, 2018, we were on the phone, a phone call late at night, and he went to go make some food. Mind you, he was three hours behind me in California, and I was in New York at the time. Fellow New Yorker, hey. <laughs> so we went, he went away and didn't come back for a while, and I was getting worried. Lo and behold, he texts me saying that he's in the ER. <laughs> he had cut his thumb with a butter knife and needed stitches. I was freaking out the entire night and didn't sleep until he came home at 6 a.m., 3 a.m. over there. Come to find out that instead of painkillers, the doctor gave him narcotics for the pain, so he was high as a kite. We're both on a phone call. I'm I'm sleep drunk and him high as hell, and all of a sudden, in his slurred words, slurred words, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Let me tell you, I'm surprised the glass didn't break. I was screaming so high and loud. Fast forward through four years of long distance, a proposal on the beach with my family, and making the big move to be with me. We're still extremely in love and happy in our little house in California with our three, three-year-old little kitty and set to get married in 2023. Thank you all for reading. I'm sorry it was so long. Truly my favorite story to tell. I'll attach pictures of my sweet, sweet baby kitty for you guys. Okay. Aww. Love you. Bye. That's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Oh, I love that you were long distance. Now you live together with your cat. Your cat. One cat. He's so cute. Adorable. I hope your wedding goes well. Good luck with everything. Wait, he cut himself with a butter knife? Yeah, that he I don't know about all stitches? that. <laughs> like, what happened there? <laughs> like, butter knives are meant to cut butter, not fingers. Sometimes, wow. I guess he had a really Maybe. nice quality butter knife. Yeah, maybe. Well, damn, I hope he's his finger healed well. Maybe he and was trying to cut an apple with a butter knife and it slipped and went yeah, through his finger. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Aw, cute stories. All right, my love story. This is probably going to be long, sorry. But I'm 23, my boyfriend's 22. We're about a year and two months apart. In 2015, sometime between January and March, my friends and I decided to get on a website called Chattis. Similar to Omegle, but you just make, but you'd make a profile. Once you connected, the conversation would keep going unless someone left, regardless of whether or not you exited the website. We talked on and off until around August slash September when we finally exchanged phone numbers. From this point on, we would text every day, eventually leading to phone calls and falling asleep on the phone every night. In October, we'd say we were, quote, dating. In December, we told each other, I love you. I think it's so cute how every relationship starts with, like, the FaceTimes falling asleep and stuff. Yeah. Like, Zane and I did that, too, when we first started dating. <laughs> falling asleep on FaceTime. So cute. We continued our online relationship, and I knew that I loved this boy in 2016. Uh, that even though there was no way I'd be allowed to fly and meet him or vice versa, we continued what with what we had. In December, we broke up, but continued on acting the same towards one another. In 2017, in January, he wanted to officially break up. He said he loved me, but it was hard being in a relationship not knowing where it would end up. As hard as it was to admit, I had to agree. We tried remaining friends, but I slowly backed away to give myself time. Shortly after, about one or two months, he got into a relationship, and that was not something that I wanted to see. 
I in no way faulted him because we were young and even though we had a relationship, I feel as though it never reached its full potential as we never met in person or got to experience various aspects important to a physical relationship. I had to do what was best for me and I let him know that we wouldn't be talking and I was unfollowing him on social media and that was the end. I forgot to mention that he connected with another girl on the same website and they became friends and me and her became friends as well as we had a lot in common. Although he and I were no longer friends, I remained friends with her and we were still friends. We were still friends now. We met in person last month. Throughout the year, I would occasionally ask her how she was doing and I later found out that he, oh, how he was doing and I later found out that he did the same. Mm-hmm. They're both asking a mutual mm-hmm. friend how each other was doing. Cute. It was in this year that I had my first official in-person boyfriend and I'd experienced my first real date, my first kiss, and my second heartbreak. Making out with randoms at the club that I snuck into and all the fun stuff that a girl was to do at 18 and 19. In 2018, my boyfriend never left my mind. He, her ex. Okay. It felt like a lifetime had passed since I'd spoken to him. January 1st of 2018, I confided in our mutual friend asking how she thought he'd feel if I messaged him. She encouraged me to do it, so I did. We started off catching up and just being friends, and we quickly fell back into our old patterns of daily communication and phone calls. By September, he admitted that knowing I was with other guys made him jealous. Old feelings resurfaced for both of us that were never truly gone, and we agreed that we wouldn't suppress it how we felt, but wouldn't put a label on it or be exclusive. I should also mention that we never found love with whoever we dated in between. In 2019, he joined the military officially in January and wanted me to be, attend his boot camp graduation in April as it happened to be in Southern California where I live. I went and met his mom, brother, and grandma first before I even saw him. I was nervous to meet, meet him as I hoped that being in person wouldn't change the way that we felt. We spent the day with his family and at the end of the night, we made things official. Being together in person was special and further confirmed how we felt. He'd leave to Virginia to finish his training, and by some lucky chance, in October, he was stationed in Southern California. Thank God, no more long distance. Aww. 2022. Here we are, more in love than ever. There's a chance we are eloping at the end of the year, as he is due to be restationed, and it can avoid long distance. And we, if, it, if we can avoid mo- long distance, then we most definitely will. I guess I'll be a fiancé slash missus soon. And that's my love story. I hope this all made sense, but at the end of the day, I will always believe everything happens for a reason, and what's meant to be will be. XOXO. Here's a photo from the day we met and became official in 2019. Oh, that's so cute. Wait, can you imagine, like, meeting the mom, meeting his family before even seeing him face to face? (gasps) I'm so glad it worked out and you didn't get, like, catfished or something. (laughs) That's so cute. Catfished. Imagine. That's so cute. Aww. I get it. A lot of people do that, like get engaged or will get married just so they could travel with their partner. Yeah, in the hell yeah. And stuff. Just get that paperwork Aww. real quick. You can have the wedding later. Aww. Make your life better and easier. You guys are adorable. <laughs> I love it. So cute. Very, very cute. Very happy for you guys. Okay, my love story. Good morning. I'm 23 from rural Ohio. I just listened to the last love story episode and it made me want to write in and give you mine. To truly go back to the beginning of my love story, I'd have to jump back about 13 years to 2009. My mom had become friends with a new woman who came to her church and brought her two boys with her. 
even though I was only nine, the older boy, we'll call him Russ, immediately caught my attention. There was something about the way he walked and his blue eyes. My mom and his mom grew closer, and every Tuesday for about a year, we would go to their house after school, and I would play with them while moms talked in the house. They lived on a farm, and the three of the us would go play tag and run through the barns, chasing each other through the chicken coops and so on. Every time Russ would catch me, he would reach down the back of my pants and give me a huge wedgie. Oh, my God. <laughs> he definitely liked you. He was picking on you. <laughs> this sounds like the summer I turned pretty. The show, like, uh, she goes with, like, her mom's best friend that has sons, and then she ends up, like, falling for, like, the sons. Oh, I never saw that. I'm a, I wasn't. I remember I talked about it on the podcast. It wasn't my favorite show. Oh, it was yeah. a recent thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, but it's like concept. Like the mom has a best friend with kids, and like she like oh wait oh wait maybe I maybe I do like oh, them. Oh, yeah. cute. I think that's where this is leading. Is what I'm getting at. <laughs> okay, he told me he would pick on me because he thought of me like a sibling. So I assumed nothing more than that. Eventually, that ended up to moving two and a half hours away. Eventually, they ended up moving two and a half hours away, and we lost contact. Fast forward to 20, uh, 2009 to 2019. I was 20, married to someone else, and in a completely abusive and toxic relationship. I was exhausted, sad, ready to quit on my relationship forever. I left my ex-husband and moved into a little apartment. Out of the blue, the name Russ showed up. Russ showed up on my Snapchat as a recommended friend. I hit the request button and sent him a Snapchat and said, Hey, long time no talk. And we've never not talked a day since. After about a month of Snapchatting each other, he was going to be passing my hometown on his way home from a job. Remember, he lived three hours away from me at the time. And he asked if I wanted to hang out for a bit. I said sure, and we met at his parents' house. The same night, he told me he was always, that he has always loved me and has never stopped thinking about me, even in the 11 years we didn't speak. We have... Had many trials in the two years that we've been together. I moved two hours away from everything I knew to live with him. We've lost jobs, had pay cuts, been so broke. We've had to move into a camper so we didn't end up homeless. We've lost pets, grandparents, and so on. But we now own a home together, have 11 chickens, three goats, a horse, two rabbits, three dogs, three cats, and we're getting married in two months. He has showed me what love and a healthy relationship is. I cannot wait to have his babies. Oh, my Love you, God. girls. You wouldn't put pictures. We need pictures. I wait. Pictures. Like, 11 years later, he came up as a recommended friend. First of all, can you guys listening take this as a sign that if you love somebody for 11 years, tell why don't you tell them? They lost contact. I mean... But I mean, but, everything happens for a reason. But if you love somebody for eleven years, like find them, and like there's a way to find her. There's social uh, media. It had to go through the motions though, because yeah, no, she was that's married. Yeah, she no, had to relate, you know. Yeah. But wow. Oh, I love that. For I you thought guys. the turtle was funny. Oh, but all the chickens. And she got chickens, goats, goats. horses, rabbits, dogs, <laughs> cats. Jesus. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Love that feeling. How do your moms feel? They're probably so happy. Does he still give you wedgies? That's what I <gasps> want to know. He better. <laughs> On your first date, getting together for lunch, just gives you a wedgie. 
bring it back all times. <laughs> okay. Last one. Ready? Go ahead. My love story. Ow. Married after one month. Hello, lovely ladies. I was just recently listening to the podcast and how you were telling a girl to just put herself out there and to do so with confidence. So I thought my story would be beneficial if she's listening. Oh, that's cute. That's very cute. So pay attention. Whoever you. you're yeah. referencing because we can't even remember what we talked about yesterday. <laughs> uh, I'm a teacher and about three years ago, my commute to, my, to the school was about an hour away. I wouldn't get back home until six each day and had almost no social life. I tried had tried dating apps before because I had been single for about four years and definitely looking. But most guys either ghosted me immediately or just had one thing on their minds. I was getting so sick and tired of it all, and I told myself that I would give it one more shot. So I downloaded Hinge for the first, for about the fifth time, and I got matched with a cute Southern boy. Now, he wasn't exactly who I'd picture myself being with. I live in the South, but wasn't into cowboy boot boys. He had, I decided to give him a chance, though, and we had wonderful conversations through the app, via, and via text two weeks later, we met in person. I left that date with the most butterflies I'd ever felt, but we didn't kiss. He had later told me that he never kisses on the first date, but we definitely made up for it soon after. He agreed to come mow my very overgrown lawn three days later and essentially never left after that. We both owned our houses, but he moved in with me almost immediately. We planned a vacation to Florida and got married four weeks after we first met. Some people thought we were crazy, but it was the best decision of my life. We told ourselves that we would move to Florida one day and live by the ocean, and we did that just a year later. We've been married for three years now, live on a sailboat, and have the best dog ever named Shiloh. This man has been through everything with me, including me getting a hysterectomy a few weeks ago at the age of 26 due to health complications. He's been my biggest support through it all. I know this was a little long, but I wanted to tell you single ladies no. I wanted to let all you single ladies know that there are some really amazing men out there, even on dating apps. And while I don't recommend getting married in a month into a relationship for everyone, I do recommend it if you know he is the one. I've attached some pictures of my little family below. Love you both to pieces. <laughs> I love you to pieces. <laughs> oh my god, this sounds like a novel. And look at these pictures. Like, like literally, these pictures be. can be the cover yep. of a book and That's, your story. Oh, this one with the sun right behind her head. Yes. Oh my god, gorgeous. Wow. Come on. I love that you you guys wanted to move by the ocean and you did it. That is so cute. I love this. I'm so happy for you guys. He doesn't kiss on the first date. Now you got yourself a cowboy. And what? that's not normally her type. And there look, you go. a month later, married, living their best life down in Florida on a sailboat. I mean, like. I love that for you guys. Uh, I wish gosh. you both the absolute best. What a way to end. Aww. This is so beautiful. Aww. <laughs> Bailey, what do we Baby's think about these love like, stories? Aww. There might be a bug in the light. I think that's why she's looking up. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to send in your love story, please do. Go right ahead. If you want to send in anything else as well, we take all emails. If you need relationship advice, if you're just going through a tough time, you need us to yell at you, whatever you need. Send it in. Agamil podcast at gmail.com. A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. Also, I'm going to plug myself really quick. There's a new Gotta Be Good recipe out. It's grape chicken. It's delicious. Go check it out. Gottabegood.net. We love that. And if you want to support this podcast, 
There's a link down below. You can get our episodes early. Unless you commute on Mondays and you don't have self-control and you need it for your Monday morning, then don't do so. It's not for you. <laughs> but if you want to, it's only $3 a month. It helps support our podcast and you don't have to listen to ads either. And you get our episodes a whole day early. That's it. That's all I've got today. Okay. <gasps> okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.